today on an all-new Dr. Phil. My ex-husband is a compulsive liar. He's malicious. He is mean. He's demon-possessed. A college professor faces a firing squad of his exes. Six months into our marriage, why did you start contacting other women on the internet? I don't know who you're talking about. Why did he call you the girl from the gutter? He introduced me as his fiance. She thought we were engaged. I didn't believe we were engaged. I didn't say that. Did you give Tanya the ring you bought for Julie? Yes. I'm glad he didn't marry me. Are you a stripper? Yeah, I danced. So what? You knew that before. You didn't tell me oh, until three months after we were married. It. Are you kidding me? It was just more to love about you. That's so exciting. Please, are you kidding me? Let's do it. Have a good show, everybody. Here we go. This is a safe place to talk about hard things. Stand by, Dr. Phil. I try to be an emotional compass and point you in the right direction. In five, four. I am not giving up on you. Winston says he was immediately smitten the first time he saw Tanya's profile on an online dating site. He thought Tanya was the all-American girl next door, vivacious, confident, and very sexy. The two had a whirlwind courtship, all the while another woman, Julie, claimed she was engaged to Winston before he kicked her out and took her engagement ring and gave it to Tanya, who he married after just four months of dating. But their storybook wedding did not end happily ever after. Just six months into their marriage, they both say they filed for divorce. Now, Tanya says the man who represented himself as a Christian professor of a prestigious university turned out to be a master manipulator and a low-down, dirty liar. The man that I met online is a master manipulator. He uses his status as a Christian professor to gain favor and trust of other women. He makes himself out to be an amazing man. It was all lies. I am not going to sell my soul to the devil. When we started spending consolidated time together is when I recognized that something was off with him. Winston would have some outbursts. There was one night that we were in bed and he got up and hovered over me and he screamed, shut the up. That scared me. I discovered that even on the eve of our wedding, he was in touch with other women and pursuing other women, and that he was still engaging in dialogue with other women while we were married. I became suspicious when I saw some interaction on his Facebook. It was a message and said, nice picture, and I'll call you when my parents leave. I confronted him about it and he wrote it off and I didn't have any right to confront him anymore about it. I became suspicious that he was possibly spending a lot of money online, engaging in porn and chat rooms. Winston pretty much denied everything. I didn't trust him anymore. Winston is ill, he's malicious, he is mean, he is greedy. I think he is capable of causing great harm to others. I feel raped by him. I feel his 
handprints are still on me. Okay. Now, you, you two met online, and you, it was a long-distance relationship, right? Yes. What attracted you to him online? He was charming. He represented somebody that was trustworthy. And um, his profession and the way that he shared with me his fathering and, and just everything he presented to me was somebody that I was looking for. Okay, but when he got there, you said you didn't find him attractive. No. He was heavier. He just didn't, it wasn't the type you would normally think about, but you liked his values, you liked what he represented. Yeah. So you spend a week together. Yeah. You go up to a lake, and at the end of that time, he leaves and says, you're the one. Mm-hmm. And you said at that point, you were head over heels. You, you had fallen. I thought he was the one. I thought, oh my gosh, this just cemented everything that we had gotten to know about each other on, online. Yeah. How long was it after that that this other woman pops up? Because <laughs> uh, you're texting him, right? We're back and forth. Yeah, sure. And you're texting him one night, and he doesn't answer. Somebody else answers. It was, it was actually, um, it was in the morning, I think, and we had been communicating just a tad bit, and then all of a sudden I get, um, this is Julie, and I've been with him for a couple of years, and we're traveling now, and my heart dropped, and, um, and I just texted back, who's this, or what's this about, question mark, and then um, I got back another text message that said, never mind her. Well, but when she responded the first time, she said, I'm his fiance. Fiance or girlfriend, whatever it was. Yeah, I know that they were engaged. That I know now is that they were engaged. Then he's right back to you saying, uh, never mind her. And it's, he smooths it over, says he's getting rid of her. She's just, she's a problem. Been trying to get rid of her. They're just friends. He just can't bring it just to himself to get, kick her out. She's just living with him and won't move out. And yeah. I hate it when that happens, yeah. Okay, so, you, so you get married. And you say the day after you got married, it's like he switched gears. He became a different person. He gets into this mood and he becomes a different person. He slouches over or he huffs away and he's, um, and he's a victim all of a sudden of everybody that is around him for some reason. I can't explain it. So you said soon after you got married, you discovered he had money issues, porn issues, food issues. Just, you thought he was maybe a sex addict, had mental illness. He presented to me was completely the opposite of who he really is. And you bought a house together. Yes, we bought a house together. You thought. <laughs> yeah, I thought. And you understand he tells a very different story. I'm telling you, he said you this it was is. just an investment. You said it was a marital home. If, if it was an investment, then why did he move us into the house? If it was an investment, then why did he write an email to his mother, a letter to his mother when he was looking for money and explaining how I'm taking care of the projects and the utilities? If it was an investment, why was it that I was taking blueberry bushes from our family farm and transplanting them on, on that property? If it was an investment, can I keep going? If it was an investment, then why is it that 
that we have, that he let my kids pick out carpeting that he typically wouldn't pick out when he has a flip. If it was an investment, why did he <clears throat> let them pick out paint? I, I, can, I can keep going on, but that's only opinion. I have facts, I have data. I kind of wrote down a list of the lies you say he told. You said he did not put Tanya's name on the deed of the house even though he said he would, right? Yes. Okay. That he communicated with other women online even though he said he would not have these connections with these female friends. I'm the only woman, which I would expect to be. <laughs> he did not reimburse Tanya thirty-five dollars to $40,000 for work on the house. This is work you did. Pre-separation. Right. Mm -hmm. Th those are the main things that you said were just flat out, straight up lies. Uh, and I can prove every bit of it. Every bit of it. Well, Tanya's husband says he thought she was the all-American girl next door until he found out that she had a very dark side. Well, we're going to meet him. We're going to find out what he says Tanya was hiding right after the break. Tanya has a history of having affairs with married men. I had my investigator go talk to the neighbors, found out that when she was dating me, she was, you know, involved with other men. Tanya is a gold-digging man-eater. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil, she's head over heels. Aaron Mantini is the love of my life for all time. With a man she's never met. He's my man. It's my life. He doesn't exist. You don't know that. But my dad is turning in his grave. Her stepdaughter thinks she's lost all of her father's money. She sent him over $200,000. Is that true? Yes. And if I had to do it again, I'd do it again. To a scam artist. Let it hit UK. As long as he's in my mind, he exists. Go to hell, Kathy. Exactly. What she hates. You're not mad at me, are you? I don't even know you. Is people saying he's not real. Why don't you get a life? We'll leave her out of it for a minute. We'll get her out of here then. I hope you die before you walk out that door. No, you don't. Oh, hell, I don't. That's tomorrow. Winston is despicable. I can never forgive Winston for being the con that he is. I allowed myself to believe him and gave my heart to him. What Winston is doing is morally and ethically wrong. It's just disgusting. Tanya says her husband Winston presented himself as a Christian professor at a prestigious university, but he's really a master manipulator who she says is worse than a thug on the street. But Winston says it's really his wife who is deceptive and kept secrets about her past. Tanya is a predator, a gold-digging man-eater. Tanya presented herself as the girl next door. She said that she had been a businesswoman in insurance and real estate. She was a farmer's daughter. The thing that I'm most angry at Tanya about is the fact that I was in love with a person that didn't exist. Tanya has a history of having affairs with married men. I had my investigator go talk to the neighbors, found out that when she was dating me, she was you know, involved with other men. Neighbors described her house as having a revolving door with men going in and out all the time. Tanya is a liar. Valentine's Day, she says, I was a dancer. And my initial reaction was like, Arthur Murray? And she said, no, I was a go-go dancer. I found out she not only had danced in topless bars, strip clubs, but she had done that for 18 years. I felt like I wanted to go throw up. 
Tanya has filed police reports against me. She filed one for perjury, which is kind of interesting because it's something that happens when you're in the courtroom, and I've never testified in this case. The second one is for theft by deception. She's essentially saying that I'm trying to steal my house from her. The house that I bought with my money, that's in my name, that's why the police wouldn't do anything about it. I'm a college professor. She called my employer four times. She kept harassing them, and they didn't renew my contract. So did she have a hand in me losing my job? Of course she did. Tanya's made my life a living hell. I mean, she's cost me my job. She's trying to steal my house from me. She basically took advantage of me the way she's taken advantage of other men in her life. I just realized that this was a complete heist. Well, Winston, how did you miss it so bad? If she is a gold-digging man-eater that is ripping you off, how did you miss it so bad? Because of how she presented herself to me, just like she did to you today. Wearing conservative clothing, being conservative, having values, having a farm, you know, being a farmer's daughter, that she was the team mom, she was the girl next door. You, you say she presented herself very differently. Yes, sir. And she says the same thing about you. Absolutely. Uh, but you, you found out, just factually, are, are you a stripper, go-go dancer for 18 years? When I was agile, I danced for about, about 10 years on and off while I was doing other things, going to school, modeling, and, and, um, and I've been a businesswoman until I was in a car accident after that. So, uh -huh. yeah, I danced. So what? Uh -huh. well, Dr. Is, is that a bad, I, I, is, is that, was that a deal breaker for no you? There's no lies there. You knew that before. No, I didn't, oh. You told me three months after we were married that you were a dancer. That's your memory, but I've never had any reason to tell anybody that I've ever exactly. had any but significant did you know relationship that before? with was no, I told did not. that. Did you ask her to dance for you? You liked that and no, asked sir. her to dance for you? <laughs> no, sir. That's another lie. So once you got married to her, what changed? Everything. Literally, the day after we got married, we, we would talk on the phone for hours, we would pray together, we would do a devotional together, we would go to church virtually. Literally, after we got married, all that stopped. You know, she was too tired, she was too busy, it all stopped. Uh-huh. And this Julie that you had living in your house, while you were getting engaged to her, Julie was still living there? No. That's absolutely false. She was not living there. She was not. She had moved out by then? Yes, sir. He kicked her uh -huh. out a couple weeks before that. Okay. And did you give her the ring you bought for Julie? No. I did. Let's put it this way. I bought a ring. I never gave it to Julie. And I never asked Julie to marry me. I used the same ring when I proposed to Tanya, yes. But you denied no, I, that, though, didn't you? I was never, I was never engaged to Julie. I... Well, you said you, you bought the ring with the intention of giving it to Julie, but then you couldn't go through with it. What I you said, said on two different occasions, occasions you wanted to ask her, but you just couldn't bring yourself to do it. No, I, the voice in my head said, don't do it. You it's, said you just chickened out, couldn't do it. No, it wasn't chickening out. It was, this is not the right person. Well, that's what I mean. Don't you, marry you, this person. You, you know, don't propose right. to this person. Uh -huh. And when, when I uh, proposed to Tanya, Julie was long gone. A whole two weeks before that. And you said that Julie, when she moved there, she moved down just kind of as a roommate. Her, her 
angle was that she wanted to, needed a place to stay while she looked for a job. She offered to take care of my, my 89-year-old mother and be a live-in caretaker for her and suggested that you know, we perhaps I buy a larger house so that there would be a room for my mother and she could take care of my mother. Okay. But then it did get physical. There was, and romantic. There was, it got romantic and there was intimacy, but it was... Um, you very, told me there wasn't, by the way. It was short-lived and it didn't amount to much. The relationship was more, she was more like a roommate. I yeah. was never engaged to Julie, period. Now, you said while you were going back and forth with her, you found out before or after you married her that she was hitting on the snowplow guy. That was after we were married. What after you guy? were married. Were, were you hitting on the snowplow man? Oh, my gosh, no. No. Absolutely, unequivocally, no. I don't lie. Yes, you did, Tanya. You didn't tell me that you were a dancer oh, until three months after you we were married. You loved it. Are you kidding me? It was just more to love about you. That's so exciting. Please, please, are you kidding me? This May. When you were with her, were you involved with other women? Yes. Hey, I'm not married, yo. I'm not married. The stories are more intense. He grabs my face and hits my head against the wall. That did not happen? No. It's sad how much you lie. No, you're the crazy guy talk now because he keeps speaking over me. That's not class. Learn from class. The scandals are more shocking. The video is my husband calling my grandson sexy butt. I miss you, sexy butt. You touched that boy, isn't that the truth? I didn't touch any child. What were you afraid was going to come out if you went to trial? The accusations are more outrageous. The story of a Florida teen who took her life. I believe that Rebecca was murdered and that her mother's covered it up. Do you know this woman? Never met her. I think she's insane. I know that Rebecca did not commit suicide. You said the same things online. You've harassed me. I have not harassed you. I want your daughter's case reopened. It's not your daughter, it's my daughter. It all happens this May. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Did you no. find a Facebook post on his Facebook from a girl that said, nice picture, I'll call you after my parents leave? Yes. Um, it wasn't, it was a private message. Yeah. Spam, Dr. Phil. Of course, Phil. it was spam. I, I, spam. You know, it was something that I, you know, some, something that you get on Facebook where people are advertising. I delete, I mean, I didn't delete it because she saw it, but I mean, it was... It was not, I didn't know the person. It was just a, you know, one of these random messages, you know, call me and look at my pictures, those type of things. That happens when you're on that. She's, she's an absolute liar. I have, I have no, I have not done any porn. I am not addicted to porn. I told her I had never been to a strip club, which is probably why I didn't recognize the fact that she'd been a dancer for 18 years. <laughs> you mean you'd never seen Keep going. her? Keep going. No, I've never been to a strip club. I still haven't been to a strip club. The closest thing I've come is my wife. Because you do it in the dark. 
You do it in the dark, that's why. Because you hide who you are. You hide who you are. And just because, Winston, just because you say all the things that you said and you're a Christian professor and you're respectable and a mentor or you're supposed to be, it doesn't mean it's true. And I have every bit of information to prove that all these things that you've been saying about me are not true. And just because you say them, it doesn't mean that it's true. I don't lie. Yes, you did, Tanya. You didn't tell me that you were a dancer oh, until three months after you we were married. You loved it. Are you kidding me? You that was, it was just more to love about you. That's so exciting. Please, please, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh, my word. Why would I lie? Tanya, you could have been a pretty good dancer, but you, we were married for six months. That figures out to be about $6,000 a day. And I sure as hell don't believe you're a $6,000 a day dancer. Neither do I. Are Just you so saying you know. that he knew you were, had been a dancer? Before? I told him before we were, are you kidding? I even, I, yes, I let him know before, yes. Doctor I, I, I lay everything on the table. Honesty, I'm not perfect, I'm far from perfect, but I'm not a liar, Doctor, I'm not a liar. No, she's not a liar because she didn't tell me the things. She didn't tell me that she was in an eight-year relationship either. with a married man. So you, you told him that you, had, you told him you'd been a dancer? Yes. Okay. Yes. And you, have you Because been... I think, I thought it all should be on the table. Okay, and what was his reaction? He was excited by it. <laughs> he was excited by it. Did he ask you to dance for him? Not that moment. Not that moment he didn't, but he, he did ask me to dance for him at different times, and I, I just Dr. Phil, wasn't Dr. Phil, let's jump in it. here and say, you know, like she said, she, she told the truth, but she didn't tell the whole truth. She didn't tell me she was involved with an eight-year relationship with a married man while she was still married to her first husband. She didn't tell me that she broke up three marriages uh, she didn't tell me, she told me the one-year relationship with the guy that she was engaged to happened to be a five-year relationship, and she broke up his marriage. I did not. Are you kidding me? Oh, boy, get your facts straight. You know what? I'm so sick and tired of you trying to throw anything out there, just hoping that it sticks. You know why you do this? Because you don't want anybody to look into your world. And you've gotten away with this up until now, Winston. Up until now, you've gotten away with it. I'm what? letting you know you don't make a deal with me because you're not going to find crap on me. I am standing up for myself. I don't have to find the crap. I've already Julie. found it. I'm standing up for everybody else Did you, were in, you, in your little were you bag of goodies. Were you completely forthcoming with her about... You Absolutely. This is why she can attack me. You left nothing out. Uh, no, sir. Totally I did not. All, totally I was totally all. honest. I told her about the things that happened to me in college that I flunked out of uh, the Air Force Academy. My, you know, my, after two years of college, I told her that you know that was a that was a huge thing to me to go to the academy and then flunk out academically because I couldn't do math. But you I didn't tell me that actually. You told me it was because of your feet or something like that. <laughs> Flat feet or well, something. we're going to take a break. When we come back, um, we've talked about her. Now we're going to meet the woman who says she was Winston's fiance until he met Tanya. She says, no, 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 he didn't fall short of asking her. In fact, she says he promised her he was going to marry her. We're going to find out why Julie says that Winston defrauded her morally financially, in every possible way. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back.
Winston portrayed himself as a man of God, but he's really demon-possessed. He's a user and a thief and a liar, and he's very proficient at it. Closed captioning provided by When I proposed to Tanya, there was no one in my life. Tanya accused me of being engaged to Julie. You know, that's kind of like the pot calling a kettle black because she's someone who has gotten involved with married men and broken up marriages. This is not about me being a bad guy. This is about me being a guy who fell in love with somebody that didn't exist and fighting for my life now. You know, if she could, she would basically remove the male parts of my anatomy as part of this process. And I'm not gonna let her do it. Winston says he was never engaged to Julie and considered her more of a roommate who he did not want to be around. But Julie says Winston is a liar and not only moved her into his house, but promised they would get married in three months. That was before he met Tanya. Kicked Julie to the curb and even took her engagement ring back and used it to propose to Tanya. Winston is a user and a thief and a liar. And he's very proficient at it. Winston portrayed himself as a man of God, but he's really demon-possessed. I first met Winston online dating. The first time he told me he loved me, it was pretty early on in the relationship. He had promised me that we'd be married within three months. Winston ended our engagement by sending me a text message that said, it's over. When Winston kicked me out, I felt so unbelievably betrayed. He was so calculating and manipulative without any remorse. I still feel scarred. Winston makes me want to rip his head off. I don't. Stand up for your well, this is the first time all three I of these people have been in know. one room together, and these two seem to have formed a, an alliance. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently, Winston. Um, Julie, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here, too. Um, you are telling, we, we've talked about you before you were here. I heard it all, and I just want to say that Tanya was pretty accurate in all of her statements. When I learned about Tanya, Winston and I had already been engaged since August of 2011. It was August 14th, to be exact. He introduced me as his fiance to other people, neighbors, the dean of the university. Why, you know, if she thought we were engaged, I didn't believe we were engaged. I didn't say that. Did you lead her to believe you were on a marriage path? She led herself to believe she, we were on a marriage path. I did not make that commitment to her. So you said I wanted to propose to her because she kept the house clean and forced herself in. That's a quote from you. I, I was thinking about it. I was considering well, that's what a quote. I... We, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was considering, would I, would, I, would I settle in this relationship for this person who was a, a friend and, a, and was helpful and was not, you know, I thought was sweet? I'm not judging I'm you I'm glad he didn't marry me. Okay, I understand. I'm not saying that, that you don't have the right to change your mind. 
and she's happy you did. These she's got a list of 26 things she hates about you. Yeah, including counting how many seconds I brush my teeth. <laughs> and you don't take a shower long enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dr. Phil, based on that list, I wouldn't want to marry me either. Well, all those did conditions you really didn't exist did when I really met him. Did you really time his showers? Yes, and brushing his teeth because that was something that was a must. I must have good hygiene, oral said, hygiene and physical hygiene. But you said he hygiene. only showered for seven minutes? Yes, and that included, like, having the water warm up if he wanted it to warm up. And, like, how do you wash such a big body in such a little bit of time? Julie and Tanya to aren't have... the only women who have had something to say about Winston. Oh, no. There's more. When his first wife heard we were doing the show, she wrote in and said, sign me up. <laughs> She'll join the party when we come back. I want Winston to be held accountable for what he's done and show the world who he really is. I want him to be held accountable because he hurts people and he doesn't care. He belongs in jail. He doesn't care what happens to me. He doesn't care what happens to anybody else that stands in the way of his evil. I'm gonna fight this monster. Tomorrow on an all new Dr. Phil. Is she in love? You sent money with a scam artist. He's my man. He's my life. He doesn't exist. You don't know that. We'll leave her out of it for a minute. Just... We'll get her out of here then. That's tomorrow. Closed captioning provided by. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous Tanya has threatened criminal prosecutions against me. She and Julie have threatened to sue me civilly. So it's no surprise that Julie shows up on the show. It's no surprise that Julie shows up in Tanya's court pleadings with her statement about what a bad guy I am. I think Julie is using Tanya to get back at me. If hell hath no fury like a woman scorned, what do you call two women scorned? A nightmare. Well, that was Winston talking about two women scorned. So what would he call three women <laughs> scorned? Because we're adding another woman to the mix. Winston's ex-wife, Kelly, says her ex-husband is a compulsive liar who would not admit he cheated even after she caught him. 
and his stepdaughter Marissa says Winston has even taken her to meet his mistress. My ex-husband Winston is a compulsive liar. He couldn't tell the truth even if he tried. My stepdad Winston, he manipulates women. He lies to them, he steals from them. I've been a first-hand witness for my mom and I've just seen him do all of these things and they're all true. I was married to Winston for almost three years and after six months I found out he was contacting other women on the internet. I found emails saying they wanted to meet up and how he was unhappy in his marriage. It broke my heart when he did it. It was just too much for me to take. One time when I was nine years old, he actually took me to meet with one of his lovers. I just wanted my mom to get a divorce after that. That's my mom he's cheating on. Before I could get a divorce, he pressured me into giving him $300,000 for his share in the real estate that we purchased with my money. I feel what Winston is going through with Tanya right now is what he did to me, and it's karma coming back to him. I, I think we need to get my attorney up here. Uh, sure, we can have Michonne up here. Happy to have you. Thank you. And appreciate your being here. You just chime in anytime. I'm going to chime in right now. All right, go ahead. Uh, Dr. Phil, my biggest concern is um, these two have a child together. Uh -huh. And as a family practitioner, I don't want to see anything said on air that could hurt that child. How long has it been since you two have, have been divorced? It's been 10 years, 11 years? 11 years. Yeah, okay. I think we're way past a, a relevant time window. I mean, at this point, you, do you two have an active relationship? I think that uh, we have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. I have no animosity towards Winston. Yeah, that's, that's I why think I know. I kind of know what you're going to say. That's why I, I think I, I think you have a good relationship with him. I, I think I think Marissa also has a good relationship with him. Yeah. So I, I don't think they're here to character assassinate. Although uh, they don't. They just did. They just said that he was a liar. Kelly, why do you say he is a pathological liar? I say that because during our marriage, it was just one lie after another. Mm -hmm. And even time, I, any time I confronted him, he, I, after six months of marriage, I found out that he was contacting other women on the internet. I had it black and white printed out. And I said, what's this? Oh, that's nothing, you know, don't, you know, it's all you, it's all in your mind. He told me the and same thing. Just, oh, you're he overreacting. Was, he was huh? always turning it around and saying it was me. Why Phil, did he call you the girl from the gutter? Let me give you the quote. He called me the girl from the gutter with money in one of his yelling rages. And years later, I still feel the girl from the gutter with money. Okay. That's what you said to me. Kelly, I'm sorry I said that to you. I'm sorry if I offended you. I apologize. I can't, I'll say this right now in front of this whole audience. You've been a wonderful mother to our daughter. You have given her a stable home and you have made her into a wonderful girl and you've done a wonderful job. I appreciate that, and if I hurt you, I'm sorry. I have a question. Why did you find it necessary six months into our marriage to start contacting other women on the Internet? Kelly, I don't know who you're talking about. I showed you the emails. What's Kelly, this, Kelly, I don't remember who you were talking about. I saw the email. Actually, I found it this summer, and it was from a woman blonde, the email, and it was saying about how she was excited to meet you and she thought about you at night. That's true. I'm here, Winston, because I think you have a problem with women on the internet, and I really care about you, and I really want you to find help or something. <laughs> Obviously, all these women are saying you're a cheater, and 
I didn't even know that was Julie. I thought, I I, I've met so many women that, I've maybe met six different women. You've been engaged to another one besides these ones. Tanya says Winston portrays himself as a pillar in the community, but is he really just something else? We'll talk about that after the break. The paperwork. I could never forgive Winston. I think what Winston is doing is a violation to women. He says he loves women, but he behaves in a way that he hates them. We can't do this show without you, our studio audience. If you are going to be in the Los Angeles area and you would like free tickets, go to drphil.com and click on Be in the Audience. Or you can call 323-461-PHIL. That's 323-461-7445. Tanya says her husband Winston is the exact opposite of the upstanding Christian professor he portrays himself to be. Now, she says she has joined forces with his ex-fiance, Julie, to expose Winston for the imposter they claim he is mm -hmm. and want to make sure he does not continue to victimize mm -hmm. other women. Mm -hmm. This whole situation is about the house and the divorce. The divorce has lasted longer than our marriage. Twice. And yeah. Tanya was never on the deed to the house. I bought the house with my money. Purchase and sale. Who, who she, was on the purchase and sale? Tanya, who was on that? Tanya went to the auction to the buy the house representing me. If, based on her theory, every time I use a real estate agent and they write up a contract, they can have my house. That's her theory. It was my money that That's bought not the my house. Theory. It was, I'm on the deed to the house, I have been on the deed to the house, okay, now, and I want one, one question, Dr. Phil. Okay. Would she, have would she have married me if she wasn't getting the house? I would like an answer to that. Are you kidding me? Well, Dr. Phil, I'm not here about the house. I'm here about Winston. All three of these women have one thing in common. They all wanted more from Winston property-wise, than he was willing to give them, and they're all mad. That's not, not true at all. He stole true. from me. He the house that we put in, <laughs> 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 the house we put in an offer that he wanted to move our family okay, into, I, and, and listen, I said, I'd I'm rather not, stay in our house. Yeah, I'm not here to mediate property, so but... Are, and you're a lawyer also, right? Yes, sir. Um, and was he a lawyer when he was married to you? He was the dean of a law school and got fired, and I felt that's why he came out, was that he was... He was defamed, and I, think I felt like I was the one. I was kind of like, like his what? fired. I mean, we can't. He was fired. It's, it no, it was all over it's, the newspapers. All, it was all over the, the covers. Well, what in my about? observation, that's what happened: was that he was fired. Well, here's what was in the L.A. Times: I, uh, a week after dismissing Winston as dean of law school official, said Thursday they also intend to fire him from the faculty because he engaged in plagiarism for an article in the school's law review. Yes, sir. Um, that was in... That was in the LA Times. Was, and you resigned, right? They bought, they bought out my contract. Okay. It, I, I, I resigned. $400,000, right? I, there was no plagiarism. I, 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 there was no plagiarism. Just because he wasn't charged plagiarism didn't okay. mean he didn't So then three months later, there was this article, Winston dismissed as dean of law school after being accused of plagiarism. Same has on. resigned as a tenured faculty member. School officials had said they intended to fire him from his teaching position once the faculty senate made a recommendation to the university's board of regents. Dr. Phil, the university... That's what, was, that's I, what they that's, said. That's no. the LA Times. Right. I'm just saying so you can the, now have, respond to that. I have the letter from the president of the university that said 
that they settled with me and I left the university voluntarily. It was a voluntary resignation. They didn't force me out. And we came to an agreement. They gave me a golden handshake and we both went on our way and he wished me well. That's what happened. The LA Times did not report that. I was accused of plagiarism. I've had to live with that for my life. You asked Tanya, she knew about it because I told her about it. You asked Julie, she knew I about, knew about it, it because I, I told it her too. about it. But I it. didn't know that he would look at other women on the internet prior to, fi <laughs> prior to finding out. I want to say something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Prior to finding out about Tanya, I found in his history 37 different women that he had, I don't know what degree of communication or viewing, but there were a history. Okay, Dr. Thar, I was single for 42 years. Not, I am sure I have dated. Were you single when she was living with you? No, while you were living with yes, me. Yes, I was single when she was living with me. Sleeping in the same okay. bed. We have engaged. to take a break, and then I'm going to come back and make a strong recommendation. We'll be right back. Closed captioning provided by... Ready to get real? Go to DrPhil.com for advice on relationships, parenting, finances, and more. Plus, weigh in on your favorite episodes, share your stories, and find support in the Dr. Phil community. When you sign up for the community, you will automatically be subscribed to the Dr. Phil Show newsletter. Log on to DrPhil.com today. Kelly wanted a clarification. No, I didn't want anything from him property-wise. He took from me, I didn't want from him. You wanted a clarification, I made it. And Winston, you know, the best predictor of future behavior is relevant past behavior. Yes, sir. And you're, you don't have a great relationship track record. Just based on results. Yes, sir. And despite your legal advocate over here, I'm not talking about legal aspects. Relationship-wise, you, you don't have the best track record. And I suspect that you have a difficult time with intimacy. And there is a huge difference between falling in love and being in love. Yes, sir. And a lot of people love falling in love because it's exciting and there's fireworks and, you know, it's that exhilaration of falling in love. And being in love is more predictable, there's sameness, there's a rhythm to it. It's not worse, it's just different. Safety. I don't know if that's you, but I know this, you don't stay. For whatever reason, you're not there long term. And the point is, you don't have to be in a relationship to be okay. I've said a million times, I'd rather be healthy alone than sick with somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's where I am you know, right I, now. I, I, I just, I, I, do you want to say something to him? I, yeah, well, I was just going to say, I've got one word for everybody here, and that's prenup. Okay, okay. I'm for, just a lawyer, what do I know? For all the rest of you at home. <laughs> for all the rest of you at home, let me just say that there comes a point where you've got to say, you know, there's a time to fight, and there's a time to say, you know what, it's in my best interest to move on. And maybe you cut your losses, what? maybe you say, you know what, uh, 
maybe I take some lumps on this one and maybe I move on. But if you think for a minute that you're going to undo pain and hurt by getting a pound of flesh through the litigation arena, that's not going to happen. And the best revenge is living well. I want to thank all of my guests today. Log on to drphil.com and share your thoughts on our message boards. We'll see you next time. Thank you.